Welcome back. The airline industry has been experiencing increasing demand and it doesn't look like things are going to slow down anytime soon. According to the International Air Transport Association, the sector is expected to deliver net profits of $25.7 billion in 2024, which reflects growth of 3.8%. I caught up with Lufthansa's newly appointed senior director for sales in Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea, Southern and East Africa, Renee Koinzak, for a look at how the group has benefited from the uptick post the initial COVID hit in 2020. Here's what he had to say. COVID-19 um, was for the airline industry globally, of course, a big, uh, big shock and big uh, influence. What we saw for Africa and especially also for South Africa, we came very strongly out of COVID. Yeah. We came very quickly out. We started already as Lufthansa Group uh, October 2020 to restart our operations had been much earlier than in other parts of the world. Mm. What we also see, what we are on pre-COVID levels, mm. so we are with our operations, with our production back, uh, ah. what we had been before. We even having more flights to Africa yeah. or, or to the southern part of Africa. We added new destinations after COVID because there was maybe also the shift of attention to yeah. Africa because people said, okay, we have opportunities. We added uh, Namibia, we added Mauritius to our network. We had um, adjustments in South Africa with more flights so it's, and year-round operations. So in particular, um, COVID had a big impact. Yeah. But I would even say for South Africa or Southern Africa, even a positive one as we added flights. Yeah. I mean, it had a really big impact, particularly when you look at leisure and, and business travel. Because for leisure, it was a case of, you know, because people were locked down for so long, there was this pent-up demand and we can still see that now but what about business travel because now we're working in a hybrid environment and also in a high cost high inflation uh, environment where companies are trying to save money so how have those two fared no, it's very true i mean first of all leisure got a real boom since yeah. covid this is a leisure Vis uh, visiting families and friends and people recognize we would like to get out, we would like to explore new things, uh, treat themselves uh, well, visiting their families, visiting their friends. Mm -hmm. We are far above what we ever saw in industries on levels, um, which is, of course, uh, compensating a little bit also with decline in business travel. Mm. This is, again, uh, with work from home, with work, um, with teams with Zoom, uh, all the uh, ways of collaborations, what we have, what we didn't have three, four years ago, or we had, but haven't yeah. used. So um, there is a shift on um, business travel, which you mainly see in Europe, uh, with short-term trips uh, getting less and less. So um, one-day trips, uh, usually people are not taking anymore. Um, but uh, when we talk about Africa, People still, if you would like to do business, if you would like to meet business partners, there is uh, still a certain demand of uh, business travel. Where we are not yet on uh, uh, pre-COVID levels yet, so this is mm -hmm. um, also very clear and it will change, the whole travel pattern changed. 
and change, things are changing. We're having vacations where people go for work and holidays. Yeah. Is it now a business trip? Is this a leisure trip? Because people are now, can work from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, talk about collaboration. Uh, there's a code share agreement that you've reached with uh, SAA. What exactly does that entail and how does the value then filter through to the business? Yes, we have a co-chair agreement with uh, SAA and mm. we have uh, Airlink um, since uh, this uh, summer, which is gives our passengers more options, more choice, uh, more destinations in South Africa um, mm. to connect via Johannesburg and Cape Town, which is yeah, more choice, more opportunities. Hmm. Well, um, I mean, you're also working in an environment, a continent where, you know, the e economic landscape has shifted um, in terms of high inflation, elevated interest rates. How is the competitive landscape at this point looking like when you have consumers that are constrained, that want the different airlines, different competitors to race to the bottom in terms of pricing. How are you navigating that? Of course, yeah. We're living in this environment and yeah. we are uh, competing. Um, for us, our value proposition is not only the price. Mm -hmm. We are really looking what we can do via network with our people. Um, uh, with are many different selling factors when, where we giving our customers a choice and we have different brands. We have mm. Lufthansa, Swiss, Edelweiss. We have different compartments and I think that's our strongest point. We give uh, many possibilities to choose from. Yeah. And of course, uh, it also has to do with your own um, efficiencies, operational efficiencies, trying to keep your input costs down. And of course, a, a big contributor to that is fuel. And I actually now want to move on because at the moment COP28 is taking place and, you know, there's a sustainability drive where, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to reach your climate change targets. And a big part of that is fuel, the, the replacement of fossil fuels with, um, you know, greener um, fuel sources. And how are you looking in terms of that, your targets? Um, and also... Talk to me about the cost as well, because then that is seen as expensive, but also how does that translate to the consumer? Is it a case of you have to shoulder the costs now for value later? I think it's a mix of many, many initiatives. So we want uh, till uh, 2030 reduce our uh, carbon footprint by 50%. And yeah. Um, and these are many things. This is work with sustainable aviation fuel is mm -hmm. one big par uh, part of this. The other part is having more fuel efficient aircrafts. Mm -hmm. So we're getting the next years uh, 200 new aircrafts replacing the old ones, which is a big driver of fuel efficiency. Then is intermodality. And when we talk in Europe, where you're not fly anymore from yeah. Frankfurt to Berlin but taking the train or maybe getting more and more offers for our customers when we talk on the European uh, continent but also just started a collaboration in Korea with a yeah. train provider uh, when it's uh, reducing plastic uh, weight etc on board uh, what uh, 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 this is many things what leads to this uh, carbon uh, 
reduction what we yeah. are having is this and sustainable aviation fuel is one important pillar but yeah. not the only one which will help us to reach it so mm. and we have to do all the different ways it's we, we focus just on one it will not work yeah all right so well of course uh, just to wrap up the conversation what does your uh, runway for growth look like in Africa? You've been in South Africa since 1962, if I'm not mistaken. So just for the continent, what does your growth runway look like at this point? We have a clear commitment to mm. growth. So we grow, uh, will grow next year in southern and eastern Africa. We introduce, as of next summer, Munich, Johannesburg new. We will have uh, Nairobi, Brussels, with Brussels Airlines new increasing to Kigali, our mm. flights um, to daily operations, um, and so on. This is, there's a clear roadmap where we're looking, where we have opportunities when we get new aircrafts in, um, so what we hopefully can uh, sustainable growth of harbor, so uh, from all the different points, let it be classical business destinations like Johannesburg yeah. or Nairobi, or Lagos, or let it be more leisure-focused destinations like Namibia or, yeah. or, or Mauritius. One last question. Um, with the challenges that we are experiencing in South Africa, when you talk about opportunities and the growth runway, how is your F-rate offering looking like right now, particularly demand? Because we have seen a lot of companies struggling with the delays that are caused by the bottlenecks. Um, in our ports due to transnet inefficiencies for goods going out and also coming into the country. Have you maybe seen that opening up? We have, uh, first of all, we have opportunity yeah. thanks to our many uh, flights what we have uh, as uh, with the aircraft offering a uh, sufficient amount or big amount of air freight space on our flights. Uh, to and from uh, Africa, so yeah. it is uh, nothing what you can underestimate and also what I hear our uh, air freight uh, colleagues uh, from Lufthansa Cargo uh, are very busy yeah. to uh, try to sell it and uh, to market this to the market, but definitely we have opportunities also to support here the market with capacities. That was Lufthansa's newly appointed Senior Director for Sales in Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea, Southern and East Africa, Rene Koinzak.